This episode is brought to you by our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Which means this episode is brought to us by you. Right? That's how not it works. no, not me. No, no, the fans. Right, yeah. The yes. listener. We're talking when I say you, I mean the listeners. Yes, the the figurative you, right? Yes. But nobody else is in here with us as we record this. Who I'm are you lo- talking I'm about? I'm looking at the computer when I say it. Oh, oh. oh no. Alright. So just go to GameZilla Media on Patreon.com. There you'll be able to choose your patronage level and get different access to the shows. So you can get exclusive content for The Legend of Retro and Noobs and Dragons. Noobs and Dragons? The show with that handsome devil, Craig WK? Well, almost all of those words were right. Yeah. And if you go on there and sign up, you can also get access to a private Discord channel in our Discord group. Basically, the more dollars you give us, the more things we can give you. Exactly. So go to patreon.com slash gamesillamedia and become a patron today. Do it. Yeah. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is the Legend of Retro. Well, howdy everyone out there in Radio Land. This here is the Legend of Retro Telecommunications. I'm Giddy Up Glitch, and I'm here with my acquaintances. We have the bandit himself, Mr. Two Guns, Moonshine Craig. How do you do, Craig? Howdy. The glitch. It is a wonderful to see you. Well, that's a dandy. And then we got my other fella, the farmer, uh, uh, Cornfield Chops. <laughs> well, there, glitch. It's great to see you. Well, that's a diddly dandy to you, too. <laughs> now, Craig, what, what fine adventure are we traveling to today? Why, I'm so glad you asked, my friend. Uh, Today, we are talking about the Oregon Trail. Not just any trail, of course. It is the Oregon Trail, released on a series of computers starting on December 3rd, 1971. That's a far-flung future (laughs) year there. For the HP 2100, this, this educational game has you take command of a wagon train of settlers going from Independence, Missouri to Willamette, Valley in Oregon in 1848. Now that's a year I can wrap my head around. <laughs> that's a good year there, Greg. Oh my God. I, I can't I, talk I, like that the rest of the episode, otherwise just, I'll have nothing to say. Just, Rookies. <laughs> Rookies the Lottie. Listen, I'm working out of a cold. <laughs> okay, deal with it. I just blacked out what happened. <laughs> yeah, you got really sweaty and I, white for a minute I there. think you channeled an ancestor. That's that's weird. Do you have somebody in your family that went on the Oregon Trail? <laughs> I hit ultimate zen right there. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> that was spooky. But yeah, we're oh. talking about the Oregon Trail. We're talking specifically about the 1985 version for the Apple Computer 2. Oh, made two years before the birth of myself. Uh, I birthed myself. Uh, uh, I'm like, uh, uh, do we have to keep uh, talking about uh, this? Like a frog, you know, that could change its gender. <laughs> Is that how it's it like works from with Jurassic you? Park? I took that from Jurassic Park. That's not how it goes. I have no idea. Anyways, yeah, from 1985. For the Apple II. Yes. Uh, did you want to talk a little bit about the history of the Oregon Trail right now? I Well, I, I feel like I'm absolutely going to just interject things here and there because okay. uh, I, uh, there is there is a certain uh, certainly a lot of history. So this is, of course, an educational game, and it is based upon the real-life Oregon Trail. And uh, if you're unfamiliar with what the Oregon Trail was, is uh, uh, 
like uh, around 1836, the first wagon train was organized, and it last the, these treks lasted. Uh, uh, at least a lot of them uh, went until around 1869, uh, and there definitely were still travelers, of course. But those were like kind of like that was sort of the heyday, so to speak, no pun intended, uh, of the Oregon Trail. And essentially, it was people from uh, the you know the eastern side of the country, uh, which wasn't really much of a country at that time, uh, was uh, going to Oregon in the uh, far west uh, because there was a lot of land there. And uh, uh, there was a lot of hype behind it because of the fact that, you know, like in the east, you know, there's a lot of like, you know, land is already owned it's and a you little know, bit more city life. Sure, sure. You know, absolutely. And and a lot of the land was owned by like the government or or other people and stuff. And so basically the 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 draw was, hey, do you want your own farm? Do you want your own land? Do you want your own everything? This is freedom. Yeah, it was basically undiscovered. I mean, for the most part. Uh, well, un, I mean, un, 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 like dis- uncultured uh, or, yeah. or un, it was barren. It was it was unowned. It was basically stake your claim and exactly. it's yours. It was not owned by <laughs> the people from Europe. Yes, it was Native American uh, land. It was, you know, there were people who were there. Yes. Who lived oh, it was in discovered. That land. It was not discovered by European settlers. But it was not uh, stolen yet. <laughs> yes, it had not yet been stolen. But exactly. The, but yeah, so the appeal was basically to have a better life. You go out yeah. this way and you get all your own crops and everything. And, oh my lord, the, 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 the trade-off is ridiculous. The Oregon Trail, you know how it's funny in the game where it's like, oh, you die so easy, like so many people are dying. Like, no, really. That's what was happening. It was incredibly grisly, and so many people died on the way there. It was insane. Uh, number one cause of death was disease. You want to know what the number two cause of death was? Um, Take a shot in the dark. I'm going to And that's a pun. Say, oh, you're shot? You got lost? Shot in the dark. Well, no. <laughs> no, Glitch. No. Like, like, well, he threw me like, off with like that clue. Marauders. You, people were shot. That is the number two cause of death. But not because people were shooting each other. It was guns, like, just accidentally being shot. Oh, yeah. It was misfires and, like, people what? not knowing how to handle guns. Really? Yeah. Well, if you think Absolutely. About, if you that think was the number it, two cause. Families piled together in, in wagons taking things with them to defend themselves and having basically their children to help defend everybody in their cart. Samantha, go hunting. But child, yeah. he's only, she's only three years old. Ah, hey, it's about time for her to A young lady's got to learn to support. Uh, so yeah, I could totally see that. Either like impro- improper storage of weaponry, mm-hmm. improper use of it. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Firing and people. That, I mean, that is what a lot of the, the causes of death were. Is I mean, disease, which we'll of course talk about yeah. when we get into the game. Uh, but uh, but yeah, number two was uh, like misfirings of guns, uh, accidental discharges, and and I, I, but but I mean the thing is, is if you made it through the Oregon Trail, I mean life. I'm not you gonna still say weren't what, even guaranteed anything though. Not not in the least. You're absolutely correct. But for the people that were successful and made it over to Oregon, and you know sort of built this new life you know they they did get their land they did get all these businesses and to top it off uh women back then of course were were like second class citizens uh interesting enough the uh a lot of women wrote in 
diaries and stuff and you know around that time and uh they they of course were very very hesitant to go on the oregon trail to begin with because you know in their heads a lot of it was like the greed of their husbands like you know why aren't we just living the life we have we were comfortable here but a lot of women wrote about how they had a lot more freedom out west because uh, uh, there was there like was so few people. Yeah, less laws, less less kind yeah. of like self induced um, social norms. Yeah, societal uh, type stuff like that. Uh, so women wrote about how they typically had more freedom after not on the Oregon Trail for sure, <laughs> certainly not there. But afterwards, they uh, they wrote about having it was sort of like a, this tiny little boom of feminism oh. uh, out in the West back then, which is really interesting because let's face it. Women's suffrage, you know, wasn't going to kick in for quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Oregon super progressive. There really. you go. <laughs> Oregon now, was quite now, progressive. Here's an important question kind of, before sorta. we dive into the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How far do you think you would have made it? Oh no! In, in real the life, Oregon Trail in real life, I uh, I would have made it all the way, but that's only because of the fact that I would have been like totally, totally like like when it came time to hunt in the woods, I'd have been like. Hey, uh, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Johnson, I'm pretty sure I did the hunting last time. I think it's your turn. They'd be like, are you sure? Because I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did the hunting last time. Get out there and get in the woods. I would totally just manipulate everyone I could in order to survive as long as possible because I'm a cravenous coward. How long of a trek is it? Oh, good Lord. Uh, so the, the, the actual Oregon Trail is a 2,170-mile trek uh, that was made from around, you know, uh, uh, you know Missouri uh, over to Oregon. Uh, and some people stopped a little sooner here and there. And uh, uh, to top it off, I mean, like, you know, the, the trek had been made by fur traders and trappers. Uh, but, like, you could, un, up until around the time Oregon Trail, quote-unquote, started, a lot of that was, you know, you had to just go on horseback and yeah. like you 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 know you couldn't really have a a, a wagon train do it uh, so it took a little bit of time to get that going uh but yeah it would it would take them months and months so i would probably make it 3 I'd, days I'd, I'd say a month <clears throat> you feel like a month I feel like a month before my back gave out <laughs> um, my flat feet killed me um I, I, I probably was supposed to go hunting, and I did, but I didn't win. <laughs> I probably got hunted myself. Yeah. I, I don't see, think I would have lasted. See, me, I can see it as I would be the one who went hunting every time, and uh-huh. after the fifth person I accidentally killed, <laughs> oh, okay. I would be executed. Oh, all right. So that would have been my situation. So however long that took. I feel like if the if the uh, the Legend of Retro crew was going on the Oregon Trail, I would ride up on a wagon and the rest of the GameZilla crew who already made it like would be like, uh, Craig, what happened to Chops, Glitch, and Xander? I'd be like, they were delicious. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there's a lot of meat on these bones. Oh, jeez. <laughs> So let's let's uh, before I I jump back into history again and keep talking, because I I mean, that stuff really fascinates me. I let's chat about the game a bit. guys. so I have a little bit of history. So the original version Mm -hmm. was developed by uh, Don Rotowitz, Bill Hainman and Paul uh, Dillenberger Mm -hmm. in 1971. Uh, It was a way for Rotowitz to teach his eighth grade history class. So he gathered his friends from college. Uh-huh. Uh, they helped program this, and he wanted to teach his students about the American West. Um, it was completely text-based. So the original code, um, he did it up on his computer that at the time, 
And uh, at the end of the semester, he actually just deleted it and printed out the code source. Yeah, oh. it was written in Basic 3.1, which is an old language. <laughs> old. <laughs> I was going to say, if it was one of the 70s, heck yeah. <laughs> Super old. Um, in 1974, the game was produced by the Minnesota Educational Computing Consortium. Uh, and after hiring Warowitz uh, as a program, he's the one that who programmed it yeah. for them. Hmm. Um, then I show that in 1980, um, Oregon, which was just the name of the, the program at the time, yeah. came out for the Apple II under the uh, MC, uh, MECC uh, under their elementary series. So they had like a series of... Games on a flappy disk. It was like a dozen games on this one. Now, when we say program. floppy disk, are we talking the uh, the actual floppy disk or like uh, the, we're talking large? Yeah, the super square, large oh, yeah. uh, floppy disk ones. that is literally like it's floppy. It, it bends. You could murder someone with it. <laughs> you could just yeah sharpen up one of those corners, man. Just throw it like a ninja star. <laughs> Education, uh, <laughs> education, <laughs> learning. Uh, okay, uh, so so they they you know they made an original version back in the seventies, and then by uh, the what was it mid seventies they they pumped out an actual eighties or, or early eighties. Yeah, so it wasn't until the version that we all know from nineteen eighty five. Okay, uh, that came out on the DOS Apple II, uh, but it wasn't programmed by the original team. Oh, so somebody else got a hold of it and redid it. Basically. Yeah, so this one was programmed by uh, R. Philip Brochard. Um, he was the lead programmer mm -hmm. uh, for a number of games for Apple. Uh, another one that was very popular. Did you guys happen to see hmm? what other popular computer game he programmed? Oh, no. What? That was Number Munchers. Oh, he did that I in 1990. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I know. I know number yeah. munchers. Maybe, maybe uh, you're a little young for that one. I you played Math rid of it by then. Yeah, Math Blaster. So number muncher was like this little creature who would chomp on all the numbers, and it would be like multiples of two. So you had to chomp all the numbers that were multiples of two oh. and stuff like that. It yeah. was yeah, math based. Yeah, just it was basically just yeah, math educational game or whatever. That that one I'm a little familiar with. I'm more familiar with Oregon Trail. Uh, uh, myself, you know, when it came to like, you know, school video games or whatever. But when it was on the education, the elementary series with the dozen of programs, the Oregon was so popular that that's when they were like, we need to make this a standoff game like it's by itself, yeah. a solo program. So that's when they started working on it at Apple and mm -hmm. they got the rights and they got everything from MECC or yeah, uh, to, to do the program. Yeah. And then that's when they just started building itself making it more broad, like more about the history. They added art and uh, more text-based, more scenarios and options. Yeah. And that's, that's how they uh, came about. And it. that's the one that we played, right? So I don't remember playing this one as a kid. The deluxe version? So I played the deluxe version, which came out in 92. Oh, so you didn't play the first one. The I don't 85. think I did. I played that one. I played that one in elementary school on an Apple computer that we had in the classroom. I, I think the original version is the one that I, I, I had played in my class because it's very, very bare bones. Yeah, I remember it being very bare bones. I remember the computer and the keyboard, I think, being attached to each other, maybe. Like it was all one frame. Oh, okay. Potentially. It, it was so uh, long it, it ago, was, it's hard to remember. It was remember. just like this gray-brown color, and <laughs> it was tan. a mechanical keyboard, so it was really loud. Well, I would have been um, six by the time the Deluxe came out, so I feel yep. like I didn't play it before I was six. Well, I, well I, that's the thing, is I don't think that, at least my school, like once the Deluxe version came out, they're like, let's upgrade. I no, think it's yeah. just they had the <laughs> old that's, version, that's and the that's thing it. Is, is, is schools typically got... 
as, as technology got better, they got the previous generation of things. So in my mind, when the Deluxe came out, that means that the old Oregon Trail was more readily available to schools because companies or people who bought the Deluxe or, or even people at home would donate that stuff to schools and libraries so that the schools could have it. Well, so they wouldn't even have the deluxe because most of that stuff is donated or or bought from in a bulk order. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I, if I had to wager a guess, I think that probably more like private schools and stuff yeah. have the deluxe version. You know, any, any school that's, you know, a little bit more well-to-do or whatever. But I would imagine that a lot of public schools... You know, they didn't get the deluxe version when it came out. It was just sort of like an afterthought, yeah. you know. So, yeah, I think the version I played was the original version, if I'm not mistaken, because I don't remember all the pretty updates and, and art yeah, updates or anything, you know. It does not ring a bell to me in the least. Uh, Did you guys happen to see how many versions of this game there are? Oh, there's, there's a, a million. Lot. There's like 13. It's insane. How, how right? do you have a total uh, glitch for how many versions there are? So, including the ones that are like on Android, I mean, the game's still being made. Yeah, uh, twenty nine versions. Twenty nine. Jeez. Oh, yeah. And there's even a board game out now based on it. Oh, I saw it in which is so it's so like uh, millennial. Well, let's make a board game based <laughs> off of an old video game. Like really. Really? Yeah, it's it's pretty millennial. It's so unplugged. I just don't. I can't even believe it. So uh, I, I did find footage of the 1980 version, which was on that elementary series. Mm-hmm. And there's some really weird stuff that they had in the original game. Yeah. That they didn't keep in the 1985 version. Um, the when you get sick, mm-hmm. you have to find a doctor in the next village. Oh. And if you don't have any money, you just die. <laughs> and you're just traveling by yourself in this one. Oh, okay. Um, and then, so if you die in the game, uh-huh. it says, due to your unfortunate situation, there are many few formalities you must go through. Would you like a minister? That'll be four fifty for the telegraph charge. Thank you for the information. Sorry you didn't make it to Oregon Trail. Better luck <laughs> ne- next time. Sincerely, the Oregon City Chamber of Commerce. So it actually like <laughs> wanted you to go through the funeral proceedings with your death. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Honestly, as That's a kid, I as a it. kid, I would not get that. Like, I would not. I would be like, uh-huh. why would it make me pay for my own? <laughs> like, I, I, as a child, I could see my, you know, would not understand that as an adult. That's just like the sad reality of things. And it's just like, oh, yeah, that's right. Even after I'm dead, I still got to pay for things. <laughs> Even oh. if it's my own money or my family's money. So when the game you can start oh, as, man. as early as... So this is, we're back, obviously, talking about the 1985 version. Yeah. Because um, we do have to get down to this. <laughs> so uh, March... Uh, in July... Uh, I don't know. Oh, March... I'm sorry. My notes make no sense. So you can start as early as March. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, it was ni- uh, 1848 is when you when you would uh, start. So March 1st. 1848. 1848 mm-hmm. is when you would start the travel to the trail. Um, you could start and choose three careers. Yeah, so it was what? Banker, farmer, and... Carpenter. Car- carpenter, that's yep. it. And that's the difficulty setting for the game, right? Yeah. So you it was a points. I, I mean, there's no such thing as points in games anymore. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, but that was how you played. So you picked your difficulty setting. If you picked farmer, which was the you start, most difficult. Yep, you started only with only four hundred dollars. Uh, but you get more points when you end the game, depending on what supplies you still had left and who made it. Okay. Um, carpenter, you get eight hundred. Carpenter from Ohio. Uh, it was a farmer from oh. Illinois. Carpenter from Ohio, eight hundred dollars. 
and a banker from Boston. Oh. So you started with $1,600. It's a big difference. Wow. $1,600. I wonder what that would be like in inflation. Oh, wow. Craig, look it up. Because <sighs> I would love it. to get like realistic dollar amounts for what that would be. But you start the game off at Matt's General Store. Yes, you You're do. Matt with Matt. Are you familiar with this fellow, Chaps? I am familiar. We're, <laughs> we're on the Matt chain, you know, where all the Matts talk to each other. You belong to a Facebook group with the Matts. I mean, I can neither confirm nor deny that, but yes. <laughs> uh, he would give you some tips on what to buy. So you would buy oxen, food, clothes, ammunition, uh, am- ammunition. <laughs> ammunition, thank you, and spare parts, which were wagon wheels, axles, and tongues. Yeah, so if you think about it, like, you got to be able to kill stuff. You got to be able to feed your caravan, and you got to be able to fix your wagon. That's pretty simple. That's pretty straightforward. Yeah. What you would expect from a game, and like in most games today, that that's typically how it is. It's resource management, and you want to make sure you have money left over for trading, right? To buy supplies later. You don't want to overstock your wagon, or then right. you'll start breaking down easy. Mm-hmm. It's also more stuff you can lose as you're fording rivers. Is it over there on the right, Craig? I uh, no the the calculator I found doesn't go back to uh, 1848. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so uh, we're we're gonna try again here, uh, and it was for how much money? 1600 was the banker. 1600 was the banker. Okay, so we're talking 1848. Yep, 1848. All right, and uh, to today's date. Today's date, 2019. Uh, we don't don't know for this year yet. All right, so. that's fine. We'll just go to 18. I'm gonna guess like four million. Four million. No, is that, no, not, no that's. No. I mean, it'd be like two hundred thousand dollars, maybe. You think so? uh, uh, in eighteen forty-eight, uh, uh, one thousand six hundred dollars would be roughly around forty-six thousand oh, nine hundred and twenty-six dollars wow. and fifty-seven cents. Forty-six. So if you think about it, that's it. So nah. I, I, you're gonna have to take forty-six thousand dollars to get from, in, uh, from wherever you start, which is in. Where, Illinois or Boston? Missouri. Missouri, yep. Oh, you started in Missouri. Wait, you're a banker from Boston, but you started in Missouri? That's where the trail starts, Chops. Yeah. Okay, so then that's a little misleading. They, we, they didn't have the Missouri Trail yet. Well, they could have had the, that was the, the Missouri preamble the to the Oregon Trail. Anyway, so you start in Missouri, and you're going to Oregon with $46,000 if you're a banker. I think that's pretty doable. Yeah. It's a lot of money. That's a. That I mean, you like could, you could stop and build a couple houses along the way. Like you guys, you guys brush it off like, oh, only forty six thousand dollars. Forty six thousand dollars is a lot of money. You were probably considered one of the richest people around if you're if you have that money. I mean, Back presumably, then. yeah. yeah. Baker, I, just like, in, I just thought inflation was going to push it a lot higher. Yeah, well, I, I like, probably because the Great Depression screwed that up. It, I mean, it, I feel like you're just throwing that out there. Yeah, but. I don't know anything that I'm talking about. Oh, all right, fair enough. <laughs> I blame the baby baby boomers. Yeah, baby boomers. Yeah, <laughs> millennials, <laughs> Gen, Gen Xers. Uh, but uh, so the food, the food was twenty cents a pound. Holy cow! Could I could totally go for a pound of food right about now for twenty cents. Jeez. Um, so That's nuts. So when you're traveling, uh, you have many options. So you, mm-hmm. you start the trail. You you get you got your wagon. You got your oxen yeah. ready to go. You name your family of people that are probably gonna die. Craig, <laughs> Craigina, Craig Junior, <laughs> Craigstifer, Craig Mantha. Oh, okay. Craig Anna, Craig Abeth. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't know we were still doing this. Oh bit. no, 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 that was that, that was it. I just, bit? Okay. Yeah, I uh-huh. couldn't think of any other fun okay. names to plug. Uh, Craig so into. your options were to check your supplies, look at the map, change your pace. So that you had the three options: you could go slow, medium speed, or you could expedite things. But that would 
uh, cause strain on the family. Yeah, so you could like the like an oxen would get more tired, yep. more damage to your wagon. Mm-hmm. I love the the idea that like these kids break their bones all the time. <laughs> like, what are they doing? Like, they're just hanging out in front of the wagon and it rolls over and breaks their arm <laughs> or something. Like. Uh, these, these dumb kids, like, now, stay in this wagon and do nothing. Now, hold on, because I have more history for you. Oh, oh okay. You could justify these broken limbs. Like I, I am, yeah. So here's the thing. Everybody had to help. So, like, even kids would be helping replace, like, wagon wheels and stuff. And so accidents would happen. And so, like, wheels would fall over or, or you know, uh, like, the wagon itself would, you know, fall back or whatever the case may be and uh in one thing i was uh taking a look into online uh there's a uh one of the other problems that people had was doctors like you gotta think back then medicine wasn't very advanced yeah and there's probably not any doctors traveling with them no so but do you know who would occasionally travel with them well doctors they would no, they were quacks. They didn't know what they were doing. Oh, and so what would happen is is like in, there's one uh, uh, documented case where a kid had a like the wagon fall on him or whatever, and it crushed his leg. So the and this is gonna get kind of gross, so bear with me. Oh no, uh, the kid's leg was all mangled and broken or whatever. So they they popped him out. They got this quack doctor who they all thought was a real doctor. Hello, and- everyone. Hello, Dr. Nick. <laughs> yeah, just like that. And uh, uh, so they, they bring in uh, uh, the doctor. The doctor uh, like uh, uh, puts like some planks of wood on the side yeah, of the leg a okay. and you know, makes a splint or whatever. And like a week later, the kid felt something in his leg. Termites? No. Maggots. Yeah. Yeah, he probably had an open wound uh-huh. and the maggots uh-huh. in it. Uh-huh. And so they had to uh, try and amputate it. And like the the dot like this quack had no clue what he was doing, and the kid ended up dying. And yeah. like basically he like the doctor like this quack brushed it off and was like, Well, the kid's not suffering anymore. <laughs> and that like brought like washed his hands of the situation and that was it. Uh so yeah, it was like even the people in your caravan of the wagon train were potentially a, th- a problem. A threat for, you. for your survival. Yeah. A lot of the medicine uh that people used was like home remedies that yeah. like women would pass down to like uh the girls of the family and everything. But when the women died because some of their stuff actually was pretty legit, like peppermint oil for like stomach aches, things like that. Things that eventually, you know, like, you know, it was just sort of practiced and it was, you know, uh, passed on. Yeah, like apothecary stuff. Yeah. But when the women died, the men had no clue what to do. And so, like, they were totally SOL. Oh, man. Yep. I'm just thinking of the image with the maggots and the legs. And, like, <laughs> maggots can be used to help, like, Kill dead bacteria. Like they can be actually oh, used sure. for when you know what you're things. doing. Yeah, when you know what you're doing. But when you're not a quack. The kid's leg was probably had like bugs in it, and they yeah mm, flies. Gross. I just yeah. imagine this doctor being like, "Oh no, Jimmy got ran over by the by the wagon. His legs broke. We'll just run it back over. It'll fix. <laughs> if you back up on it, it's like it never happens." Oh god. So yeah, yep. I mean, I would I would say yeah. Then it then I take it back. The wilderness is a harsh mistress. <laughs> Life is so difficult in the 1800s. Ugh, uh, I, I probably would have survived two weeks. <laughs> my time is going to get shorter and shorter as we go through. So the mo- more <laughs> options you had were to, to change your food rations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could stop to rest, which is what you were supposed to do when someone got hurt or sick. And then you could trade or hunt. So now uh, 
hunting was a lot hunting of fun. Hunting was cool. I, hunting I actually remember, was. I remember just trying to get to hunting so I could play that, and then it would go back to the regular game, and I'd be like, oh, maybe I'll just go hunting again and just try to hunt <laughs> as much as possible. Uh, you could only bring back 100 pounds of food. Oh, only. Which, I don't know, you'll probably have something on this. Mm-hmm. So, like, an oxen weighed, like, 600 pounds. Yeah. So you'd kill an oxen, and you'd only be able to take 100 back. I mean, that's why buffalo pretty much, you know, were I mean, almost, not oxen, yeah, buffalo, sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah it, it's almost why buffalo were pretty much wiped out. Yeah, if you think about it, people didn't, so I would say Native Americans knew how to use most of things that they hunted in some sort of way or fashion. They very much utilized the whole thing. Americans <laughs> just killed things because <laughs> they wanted to kill things. Oh, no. Almost and then they the- would go to harvest and they'd be like, well, I just want what I want. <laughs> like, And then not even worry about the rest of it. Well, that's and that's a big thing. It's like, and, and this is less so about the Oregon Trail and more about just buffalo in general. Uh, supposedly, that's a big problem. Uh, it wasn't that like we over hunted the buffalo and it was like, oh, you know, oh, no, it almost went extinct. We just went out like a we lot of the times wanted- they used it for target practice. Yeah. yeah, they just went for fun. They're everywhere. People well, they're said. They're so easy to die, Craig. They're so easy to kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're majestic beasts. And their meat's really delicious. <laughs> but only certain parts were only taking about 100 pounds worth. Oh, God, people are dumb. Well, yeah, I mean, it was 1848. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not that people are much better nowadays, but, no, you know. I know a few people that probably were just as smart as then. Yeah, sounds about right. So I had a couple of them. As you travel the game, you, you run mm-hmm. into forts. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. sorry. Sorry, yeah, back That's in track. okay. We only got so much time for this game, and there's a lot left. Uh-huh. Uh, so you run into forts and landmarks. Sure, uh, sure. You can trade with people there. You uh, can, like, refuel. Yep. Well, refuel, <laughs> but restock. The wagon needs to feel yeah, up. Unleaded, yep. unleaded bison milk. <laughs> Gross. Uh, but you would also encounter rivers and lakes. Ah, the you rivers. You traverse. Rivers were the best enemy of the game. <laughs> Number one killer of all my uh, Oregon Trail tracks. I never tried to do the ferry. I always was like... I was gonna say who, six what, feet deep. What, we're fording this river. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was gonna say who? What did you choose? Float the river, to have the oxen take it, or take the ferry? What were your choice? What did you guys choose? So your your options were to attempt to ford it, yep. cock the wagon and float across, yep. or take the ferry. Yeah, I think ford the river is what I tried, and like people would die all the time. I would try to f- cock the ferry and float it, and that would never work. <laughs> you could also wait and see if the conditions improved. Was the other yeah, option. but then if you wait, then you well, use a day. You Everyone's gotta day. eat. You're running out of food. Yeah, let's get across it, this river. It's a it's a fickle game. <laughs> it really is. It's so it's very very fickle, and I get that. Like it's it's more emulating real life. But like as far as game standards go, it can be really really frustrating. Yeah. So what could happen if you tried to ford it and it was too deep? Uh, your boat would sink and you could lose item and people would drown. Yep. Wah, wah. Uh, but since we're talking about drowning and broken legs, do you guys want to talk about the other disasters in this game? Yes. Ah, yes. I'm going to name uh, my favorite one. I think it's everyone's favorite, right? It's everyone's right? favorite. Dying of dysentery. Oh, of course. You have died of <laughs> dysentery. Now, would you guys like to hear about dysentery and uh it's more brutal variety uh or maybe not variety but uh you know brutal uh counterpart cholera please craig oh yes craig regale us with your tales of dysentery <laughs> oh and cholera. so gross you're, you're you're the supreme 
knowledge man of gross diseases that murder people. You're not wrong. <laughs> so dysentery uh, is the number two killing disease, not number one. Uh, dysentery is an infection of the intestines resulting in severe diarrhea with the presence of blood and mucus in the feces. Wow. Dysentery is, is, is very brutal. What killed people more was cholera. Cholera is an infectious and often fatal bacterial disease of the small intestine, uh, typically contracted from infected water uh, and uh, causes severe vomiting and diarrhea. And essentially what these diseases do is the disease itself does not kill you. It dehydrates you. That's the issue with dysentery and, yeah. and cholera. Yeah, because you're emptying your body, yeah. Yeah. but you have nothing to replenish mm-hmm. it with, or at least not enough to yeah, replenish. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know... The uh, and like honestly, like in, in real life, things like think you know, diarrhea and stuff, like you know, it's yeah, like there's sort of that funny connotation of like, oh, huh, it's goofy, it, it involves poop essentially, <laughs> but really, it can be incredibly dangerous, and a lot of people die from things like that, you know. And and so, you know, it's nothing to be afraid of, of course, especially nowadays, you just make sure to drink plenty of water and stuff and replenish those liquids, but uh. But back then, they didn't have a lot of water supplies. Yeah, so you would need to be by water. And the thing is, is cholera was from infected water. Yeah, so that's like standing water, or um, so like in in desert desert areas where there is uh, the occasional rain. What happens is it, it does rain, water builds up in a spot, but animals go there and they feed from it and they poop and they pee in it, uh-huh. and that water stays and it festers and it becomes gross. Yep. And, but then when you're traveling and you find a water source and you haven't been drinking water for days. You go and do it, or you think it's it's safe and it's not. Mm-hmm. This is how it happens. It's, it's unfortunate. And they didn't know back then, I don't think, to boil the water. No, or they may not have had time yeah. or resources to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I mean, the, the number one killer of people on the Oregon Trail was uh, disease. Uh, disease, uh, uh, and then, of course, you know, the accidental discharges of uh, firearms and stuff, <laughs> which is just so sad. I. <sighs> uh, but I darn it, Tony! Darn it, the glitch! You're killing everyone. Yeah, Moro, don't don't uh, don't shoot the oxen. Shoot us. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. I missed. <laughs> oh no, my oh, accuracy. Timmy's leg got blown off. <laughs> Get Doctor Craig. Hey, uh, I'm uh, I'm Doctor Craig. <laughs> hey, uh, kid. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you'll be. You... Just rub some dirt in it. You're rub fine. Rub some dirt in it. You'll be fine. All uh, right. What else we got? Uh, so the other uh, disasters, uh, so you could get a broken wagon wheel, uh, you could repair it or use one of your spare parts. Thieves could come at night and steal steal your oxen. Hey, they're valuable. They're very valuable. How did no one notice an oxen getting stole well, so in the you, middle of the night? Well, so you keep your oxen a little bit of ways away from you so they can graze, right? And do their own Presumably. thing. You would dis- and you would disconnect them from the cart because you don't want them running off in the middle of the night with your cart. I mean, I guess. Yeah, but you wouldn't keep them that far away, I don't think. Yeah, but you don't want them too close to where what if they walk on you? you well, I mean, no. But you. But you you also, I mean, you would presume there should be somebody keeping watch. I just picture a guy like going and picking you up presume. an axe and just running away. Whoop. <laughs> Put him in his pocket. Yoink. <laughs> Yoink. Runs off. Uh, <laughs> so broken arms and legs, like we mentioned. Uh, members can get lost, which oh, will cost yeah. you days. Same thing with ox and they can wander off. Hailstorms, severe thunderstorms will cost you time. People can get fever, bitten by snakes, 
and typhoid. Oh, and uh, measles. We didn't talk about measles. Measles. Oh, that's another uh, that's a current uh, current political <laughs> yeah. environment right there. Right uh, now. It Academic. shouldn't be. Sure is. It shouldn't be, but it is. Uh, so measles are uh, uh, a a disease that we thought was going to be wiped out, and uh, people who are not into vaccinating, uh, it's kind of causing a bit of a surge. Um, but uh, yeah, as far as that goes, uh, measles are incredibly contagious. Uh, they uh, are infectious disease. Uh, they're caused by a virus. Uh, symptoms will pop up within about, you know, like a week or so. Uh, you get, you know, runny nose, uh, inflamed eyes, and then like, you know, rashes all over your body. Uh, and because it's so contagious, I mean, once someone has measles, it's going everywhere it's airborne you know it's an airborne disease uh so it's incredibly easy to catch uh and so uh yeah i mean like it, it just was devastating for people you know man this episode is real heavy <laughs> real heavy on our diseases and deaths I'm not going to lie, I'm getting real Noiseland Arcade vibes <laughs> yeah. from my history segments <laughs> and how, Craig. yeah, Thanks. I'm getting real, real heavy <laughs> vibes uh, from Anything that. happier that you can talk about? Uh, so I can talk about when you when you get further in the trail, you arrive at the, the Dales, which is uh, an area my where My father's you, place, because <laughs> his name is Dale. Uh, an area where you can choose between floating down the Columbia River or taking the Barlow Toll Road, which you would have to pay a fee to get through. It's the safer option, but it costs you money. So if you don't, okay. you're out of money. You're like, let's just you know go down this Columbia River, which actually was like a mini game inside of it, uh-huh. because it was almost like a like Spy Hunter a little bit, where you would avoid <laughs> oh, you avoid really? rocks in the river and you're floating oh. and you have to make it to this like brook area to arrive to. Spy Hunter, sweet. Does then, it have the same music? No, it didn't. Oh. <laughs> there oh, is my. music. In the game, which we'll get to, but there was a song that they play during that during that part. Um, okay. Uh, and uh, then after that, you arrive to the Oregon Trail and you beat the game. Mm. Never made it. I've never made it to the Oregon Trail. Well, because I mean, when I played, I'm sure it was the same for you, Chops. It wasn't like I had a chance to play through the whole game all at once. It was like you get like 15 minutes to play, yeah, and it's, have to it's switch like turns. Oh, I finished my homework in class. Can I go play Oregon Trail? Yeah, sure. You got you got 15 minutes, but yeah, but like you know, you gotta you know trade with someone else if they want to play. I just right. bought all my supplies. I can't play anymore. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, I, Oregon Trail is really interesting because, like, there's so much, like, it, it's... There's nostalgia. Yeah, it, there's so much nostalgia, but, like, I don't know of anyone who owned Oregon Trail. It was only played in computers yeah, at school, you know? Uh, I never knew anyone who owned it. I didn't know anyone who really wanted it, honestly. It, it, I mean, it, not to say that it's a bad game, but it is an educational game, and, you know... I mean that that kind of comes with it like some unfun. Yeah, but I mean it. It's a great educational game. It's a lot of fun. So I mean, it, of like, the, I think it, it defined educational games. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it definitely led the way for more interesting and creative educational games like Math Blasters, which was a lot of fun as yeah. a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's definitely better. It's not. I wouldn't consider it an edutainment game, even though I think it is. Because I mean, it it's, kind of it, because is. it's not necessarily its goal is to it's not as entertaining as like some of the edutainment games that we played like um, uh, Mario is missing. I don't know, man. I don't know about that. I yeah, don't know if like, Oregon Trail and Mario is missing. I, 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 I'm, I'm torn on, yeah, I'm I'm torn on that about, one too. Like 
advertising. I'm talking about pull. Oh, okay. Mario yeah. is much more of a pull sure, than sure. I'm going to go on the Oregon yeah, Trail. Yeah. I think it just made it the idea that, I mean, learning could be fun with games. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. That did definitely set a, a standard there. And uh, uh, I, I think that it's about time that we uh, jump into the music. Do you guys uh, sure, do you have anything else? Well, so I did have a couple of things, and I'll, I'll run through it real quick. So the there was a top 10 on the scoreboard of the game when you beat it. Uh-huh. Uh, and all the names on the board were actual travelers and settlers. Oh, from oh, the Oregon Trail. History. Yep. Um, the reputation of the game. So in 1995, uh, the Oregon Trail consisted of one-third of MECC's 30 million revenue. Holy and by 2011, it had more than 65 million copies sold. Christ. Um, wow. The programmer of the 85 version uh, ended up coming out with a book called You Died of Dysentery, The Creation <laughs> of Oregon Trail, which if you want to know more about the creation of the game, uh, you can read that. In uh, 2014, it adapted into a parody musical called The Trail of Oregon, which what, uh, really? played in Chicago, where it was like uh, audience participation. Oh. So they could choose like where you were going, what you would do in the situation, and who died. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's pretty fun. Uh, in 2016, it was inducted into the World Video Game Hall of Fame, yep. which only consisted of 12 games at the time. Wow. Um, in 2016, uh, magaz- Time Magazine placed it ninth on the 50 best video games of all time. Now that I do that's, not that's, agree with. Does not make Most sense. influential or something? Yeah. I'd, I'd maybe buy that. Did you wanna, Best video games? No. Did you no. want to know what other video games were uh, inducted in the Hall of Fame the time it was? Oh, yeah, sure. What are the Pac-Man? other games? So in the first, uh, in 2015 was the first um, uh, inductees. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Doom, Pac-Man, Pong, Super Mario Bros., Tetris, and World of Warcraft. Yep. Uh, in the year it was inducted, also was inducted The Legend of Zelda for the NES. The Sims, Sonic the Hedgehog, Space Invaders, and Grand Theft Auto 3. Yep. Interesting. I feel like there's like some in there that it's like I hear the the game and I think like why would that be there? Yeah, yeah like World I mean, of Warcraft a little bit like The Sims. I mean, yeah. Grand Theft Auto 3. I feel like yeah, Grand Theft Auto 3. I feel like was like yeah at the time it was amazing, but like I mean you know yeah it's like yeah I mean I guess you know there is a speedrun world record for this game right. There is. Yeah. What do you got? I, f- I have it up right now. Okay. The fastest, the world record for this uh-huh. in the banker percent. Uh-huh. You want to take a guess on how long it took him? Uh, okay. 20 minutes. Four minutes, three seconds. What? Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you just travel at max speed and you just go. And let people die? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> in, Daddy, in the, far- please, the I'm farmer sick. percent. Oh, we got to get there quick. In the farmer percent, it's just 30 seconds slower. <laughs> I feel like there's probably a lot of manipulation Probably because you got to do a lot of more trading. Yeah. That's, that's probably what takes the most time. In that I, I mean, like, the optimization of, of speedruns is is menu management. That's, like, the best way to optimize things. Um, but I, I feel like there's got to be, I don't know how they did it that fast. There's got to be some sort of, like, I know that if I do this certain things, maybe they can protect the RNG, but I don't know. I was yeah. gonna say, yeah, it must be manipulating the RNG a bit. I uh, well, I tell you what, guys, let's go ahead and take a quick pause. We're gonna hear a word from one of our sponsors, and we'll be back in just a few moments. 
Hey, it's me, everybody, Tim Kittrow. I'm here to talk to you about Old School Gamer. Old School Gamer is the magazine for gamers. It covers arcade and retro gaming, gives you gaming history and in-depth interviews with people like me who are there, and it lets you know what conventions are happening and when. Issues come out once every other month, plus a website full of even more razzle-dazzle, and it's all for just 30 bucks a year. So visit OldSchoolGamer.com and subscribe now. Boom-shakalaka! So... Are you guys ready for some of the stellar music <laughs> of Oregon Trail from 1985? I imagine that the top composers worked on this game for the music. Top men. <laughs> top men. Let's go ahead and give this a listen. beautiful (laughs) couldn't have sung it better myself (laughs) yankee doodle dandy not to be confused with the theme from barney it is uh (laughs) it is the uh uh midi based music of oregon trail from 85 and then there's another song we we found earlier it was old lang syne yeah, there, there's throughout the game. There, That's at Cannon Rock, right, or something? Was it? Uh, uh, it's one of the that. first landmarks you Chimney hit. Rock yeah. or something like Chim- that. Yeah, but there's Chimney, Chimney Rock. Rock. Yep. Yeah. And, and like that's like free. That's open. Uh, what's it called? Open, open source or whatever. Open or source or free public domain. Public domain music. That's what it is. And mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that's why they put it in there. Oh, I'm, I'm, well, and it's also American and yeah. stuff. You know, non-copyrighted. Yeah, non-copyrighted and stuff. Yeah. So, so the music for this game is. Mm. It's DOS. It's Apple II. It's very DOS. Yeah. You're not wrong. It's very retro. Oh, yeah. I'll give is. you that. It's, for sure. Ear painful retro music. That's what it is. Ear painful retro. It is the unmusic. It is absolutely the un. What? Wrong episode. Wrong anyway. Episode. Sorry. sorry. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, that episode's not out yet. <laughs> Chops. Teaser. It will be. Teaser. Anyway. Uh, so, I. Uh, yeah, as far as that goes, I, I, the 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 game is incredibly influential. I, uh, I mean, it hit the the video game Hall of Fame in America. I, uh, the music is music, music, <laughs> and I, uh, I mean, yeah. What are what are your guys' kind of final thoughts on uh, uh, Oregon Trail? I wouldn't put this obviously as the ninth greatest video game of all time. No. But this I, would probably be in the 30s or 40s of yeah, it. Yeah. Greatest video games. I just think not in most it's because I can't greatest. remember it's because I can't remember 29 other video games. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh I just think it has a huge influence yeah. not only on computer games but just on like I mean culture how how things can be programmed. Mm-hmm. And the audience you can get. I mean it was all it was students that were just going crazy for these games. Because they didn't want to read from the book. They just wanted to play the game True. version. Enough to get 65 million copies sold. I uh, And I mean, you got to think, a lot of that are from schools, and they're selling a lot of copies all at once, you know. so Don't like, downplay this 65 oh, no. million chops. I mean, that's a lot. I ain't downplaying that. I mean, I'm just saying yeah, that. Yeah, yo, chops. Yeah, chops. Yeah, chops. How dare you? Anywho, <laughs> uh, I I think the, the you know, it's just incredibly impressive that, you know, if you tell someone you have died of dysentery, 
they know it's Oregon Trail. If it's our generation, they totally there's get that. T-shirts that say that. Yeah, you can get on T-shirts. It like you know, there's tons of memorabilia and stuff. So I mean, like th- this this game became a absolutely became a like a phenomenon. I uh, you know for our generation, and so you know it's just incredibly uh, interesting that you know it's just this edutainment game about going along the Oregon Trail. Which I mean, in real life is incredibly depressing and dangerous. Five million units, right? That's what you said? Yeah. Uh, I believe so, yeah. Huh? Like, what has Mario sold? Uh, like, the Mario series? Much more than that. You think so? All Mario games put together? Absolutely. The best selling game in the series is Super Mario Bros., which sold 40.24 million copies. Right. That's Only 40 million copies. Oregon Trail sold more than that. Yeah. 65 million. I mean, yeah, that is a ton. That's it's crazy. Just, I'm sorry. It's just like, it's just all sinking in on me. It, but the <laughs> like, thing it's is, nuts. Is, and, and this is, and, and I'm not trying to downplay you it. You are trying to downplay all right, it, I am. You hate education. You're not wrong. I do. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm very anti-education. Uh, it's one of my stances. You're, but you're also anti-measles. So, the, you know, you do have a good platform you're standing on. I, I think so. I like to think so. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you got to think like every, if, if the school is purchasing it wasn't like a, a family where it's like, oh, we need one copy of Mario Brothers. It would be a school and it'd be like, hey, we need like a hundred copies of Oregon Trail. True. You know, so I mean like, and, and you know, I'm sure that they sold it to like, you know, family, family for family computers as well and stuff like that. But, you know, I just, I, I, I feel like the, the, the big kind of takeaway from Oregon Trail is it's so influential to our generation because it was so accessible and people without computers. Like I didn't have a computer when I was a kid. I did. You know, I never had a computer until I was like in middle school. And like, I mean, I, this was my only chance to play a computer game was Oregon Trail. That's because your dad was a banker and he had that 1600. <laughs> yeah, right. My dad traveled the Oregon Trail <laughs> I wish a banker. My, I wish my mom wasn't a farmer. <laughs> no, my dad was an accountant. <laughs> he just liked computers and he built his own. So yeah, he's a banker. <laughs> No, he was not rich. I do not come of from the, an affluent family. Of the three, banker, farmer, or what was the other one? Carpenter. Carpenter. I think he's closer to Carpenter. The accountant. All right. Well, let's get to our retro reels. I guess let's do that. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for Retro Relapse on the Legend of Retro Podcast. Retro Relapse. So today, Glitch, you have for us... Uh, uh, kind of an interesting uh, game. It, it, this, you know, it's uh, uh, honestly, I feel like it was a, a little bit more fun than a lot of the others you've chosen for us. Yeah, this this was a ten star for the Super Nintendo. Um, it's a game where you travel on a wagon uh, across the Oregon Trail. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry, we're talking about something <laughs> else. Um, but uh, it's it's a it's a robot like futuristic western type yeah. style game. Um, I had gotten this in a garage sale like four or five years ago. Um, just as I always do, put it in a game, test it. It works. Perfect. Take it out. Put it on the shelf. Mm-hmm. So I never really played it that much. And then I decided to have you guys over for Retro Relapse, and that's uh, one of the games we picked. Yeah, so uh, it, 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 I'm, it's very fitting for today's episode that you know we were talking about you know going out west, and Tin Star is a robot sci-fi western. Yoo-hoo! <laughs> It's honestly, I I enjoyed it's weird. it. It was very weird, but I did enjoy it. Like uh, there, there's it, it's it's kind of like a uh, almost like a rail shooter, almost. It kind of yeah, because you're, 
you're the screen moves or it's stationary and you just yeah it's 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 and not you jump around and you avoid shots and stuff it's you just shoot stuff to protect your well, you're character. controlling the cursor yeah you're not so controlling all the, the movement and everything that's just just the visuals yeah 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 it's it's yeah, it's really interesting. I, 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 I like I taking a look into things here. It looks like uh, uh, it can be used with the uh, Super Scope and the SNES mouse. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, man. I have the Super Scope. I should have used I it. Known that. I, I really, uh, I. I uh, really wish we could have tried it out with the Super Scope and the SNES mouse, because honestly, uh, I've heard that there are quite a lot of games that are vastly improved by using the SNES mouse. Oh, sure. And shooter games like this would be one of them. So uh, I, I feel like Tin Star, as we played it, was a little clunky, a little hard to control because it's a you know shooter with a D-pad. You know, it's a little weird. Uh, but it's it has a lot of charm and it's very colorful. It's got a very interesting writing. Mm-hmm. For the characters, for the scenes, the design of the of the game, interactables, like it's it's got a lot of depth for it being like a rail shooter, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so what do you guys give it on the eight bit scale? Uh, so I'd I'd probably give it like a four. I mean, it wasn't. We didn't get too far, to no, be honest. I think true. we got it to the second yeah, second, level, the second level, and level. we didn't beat it, but. Um, um, it's just like a cursor game. It, it had a cool story. Listening to you guys do the voices for the characters was pretty good, but I don't know if that bleeds into I, the game I itself. Think, I think that's why I want to give it a 5 out of 8, because playing this with friends is much more enjoyable than me trying to push through it by myself. I, I was going to say. And, and that experience alone of us just like spitballing weird voices and trying to play this game and and I think if we were more successful with like the super scope or the mouse, it probably would have gotten higher in our list. But it was just fun to play past the controller with your friends. Yeah, I, I I think I would give this a five out of eight. I feel like especially if we were playing around with the mouse or the super scope, it would have uh, definitely been improved. And who knows? Maybe the the those control features don't handle very well, and maybe I would would give it a four out of eight. Uh, but uh, I, I I'm gonna uh, go out on a limb and have a little bit of faith here. Give it a five out of eight. And uh, if you're into Sci-fi robot westerns? Give it a shot. No, nope. uh, so Westworld, <laughs> the HBO series. Yeah, if you're into Westworld, <laughs> I guess I guess that's about it. Or I, uh, I, uh, uh, oh, there was an MMO that was like a sci-fi had a western feel to it. I. Uh, well, what if you're a fan of uh, the cartoon um, Brave Star? Is that it? Brave Star. Brave Star? Yes. If you're a fan of Brave Star, you'll like this game. Absolutely. If you're a fan of Brave Star, check it out. Uh, that's get, It gets the official Brave Star seal of approval. Yep. And with this episode, guys, we're coming close to the end of the season. End of season four. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, just uh, like Fortnite seasons, look out for that battle pass that's coming your way. What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't play Fortnite. <laughs> Is it a thing? <laughs> just make stuff up. But uh, next week we have we have our uh, our fan bracket. Yes, yes, the fan bracket that we get from the fans. So uh, throughout the the brackets, we hear from from a lot of the fans saying like, "Hey, you know, hey why didn't you dummies. put this in? You know, hey, you're dummies." Yeah. <laughs> and our so, fans love us. gimmick. Who chose that? <laughs> 
<laughs> I love gimmick. Uh, that buck bumble doe. That buck bumble doe indeed. Cold blimey. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, we uh, we bring in a bunch of uh, uh, recommendations from the fans, and we go ahead and uh, we're the ones who judge those songs and see how you like yeah, it. Yeah, we're the judge, jury, executioner. <laughs> Your opinion doesn't matter. Garbage songs. (laughs) So that's what we're going to do next time. Also, keep in mind that coming up soon on Patreon, if you go to www.patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, we have a very special Game Shark episode. So Game Shark is our monthly uh, uh, show that we put out from the Legend of Retro crew, and we're going to have a draft for the next bracket competition so you can get a leg up on what we're doing and who picked what exactly you get an insider uh, uh, info on what we're all about what we're into our reasons why we're choosing these songs and inevitably we'll start arguing and yelling and trying to murder each other on uh, the (laughs) recording Uh, it just goes without saying Uh, so uh, as far as that goes uh, it's been a great time uh, you know chatting with you guys uh, about uh, uh, you know Oregon Trail uh, for our listeners, definitely appreciate anyone who wants to support us jumping on Patreon. Uh, you know, you also get early access to retro relapse videos. Uh, you get bonus votes when it comes time for brackets. Uh, so, you know, definitely uh, keep an eye out for all that. Uh, but otherwise, I think we'll catch you all next time when, when the, the legend, legend continues. continues.